Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. Uh, the last Monday Night Raw before the Royal Rumble this year happened last night. We're going to talk about that in a second. Of course, the Royal Rumble, we're going to be doing our live reactions to that uh this coming saturday very exciting stuff it's usually the rumble traditionally is our favorite uh oh, wwe yeah. oh, pay-per-view yeah. because that those those rumble matches loaded with surprises lots of fun stuff this year this year seems like a pretty intriguing rumble i'll be honest with you man i'm i'm, I'm curious to pick your brain about you know what we see going into the rumble some predictions perhaps uh, for how storylines are going to play out, who we think is going to win, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, quick note real quick. Uh, got a brand new channel, a brand new YouTube channel called Friendo Club TV. Go check it out. Just type in youtube.com slash Friendo Club TV. Today, we posted a video. I actually posted two videos today. One is the latest episode of NX Steve. Yes. Uh, and then uh, also uh, Stephen Larson's Guide to Surviving a Bear Attack. Yeah, that was solid stuff. We talked about this yesterday on the uh, on the the pre-show or post-show, one of the two. It was, what did we, when did we talk about it? The pre-show? Post-show? Post-show. Post post show. Post we were post talking show. about yeah. being attacked by a bear, yeah. 
and uh, and uh, and we, we posted up that little bit of it. It was good stuff. It was it really was fun. funny stuff. It was fun stuff. Yeah. Fun stuff. Um, basically, a PowerPoint presentation and like putting your hands up in the air. And if yeah, wave like you're about to be attacked by a bear. Yeah, exactly. But if the bear gets close enough, smack it in the face, nose area. The Statlander thing. Boop. boop. Just boop it right there. Boop. You'll be fine. Uh, anyways, uh, so that's going down. Um, I don't think you had this in your notes, but I just wanted to mention this really quick. I'm very excited because the best wrestling promotion on the planet, AAA. Yes. Lucha Libre uh, had a press conference today where among the many things they discussed, including a new deal with uh, Charlie Jerseys, um, I, they probably talked about their sponsorship with Bardal and the Mayo Dip. Uh, Apparently, thing. they got a deal. If I've read it correct, with the NFL, the NFL, yes, that's great. I was like, is this actually the NFL, or is this some sort of like bootleg NFL? This is a real NFL it's a real deal, man. They got deals with Marvel with the NFL. It's nuts. But also, one of the biggest announcements is they've got three Triple Manias this year, man. And that's on top of Ray to Reyes, which is coming up February 19th. Yeah, that's exciting. It's not just three Triple Manias this year. So they got three Triple Manias, and then they're doing a tournament across all three. And it's uh, they're doing a tournament. But the thing is, it's a loser advances tournament. And then in the finals, I believe it's a mask versus mask type deal. Could you, I'm sorry, could you repeat what you just said? A loser's advantage. This is when I read this. By the way, shout out to Lucha Blog. Yes, for this, a tournament where the losers advance. You're desperately trying to get out of this tournament. That's amazing. That is that is like Inception shit, man. That is Brilliant. crazy. It's I want Brilliant. out of this tournament. I need to win so I can get out of here. Exactly. And you just the losers keep on just sinking into this well, and at the end of that well. Is is losing your mascaras? Yep. Yep. Brilliant. That's my. That's revolutionary. Brilliant. Brilliant. That's a, that's amazing. I We're going to be there every step of the way. It's April thirtieth, I think, mid June and and late October, I think, is what it was. Gotcha. Gotcha. Brilliant. This is can't uh, wait. Can't wait. Oh, a losers! How is it? We didn't think about this for we book raw. I know. Fun wrestling. Well, I, I think part of it is like the mechanics of the games. If you want to do the tournament all self-contained, you couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't. It's only do it winner advance. Otherwise, you yeah, have to no. load up a match, play the match, wait for just the next the match to load up. It just the takes concept a while. is yeah. brilliant. It is desperately trying to get out of this tournament. It truly is. Oh, we got it right here That's from Fightful great. Gaming. Thank you so much, Fightful. Thank Gaming. you, Fightful Gaming. Go subscribe to Fightful. Yes. Side. Because uh, uh, we're probably going to talk about them right now. Yes, that's <laughs> next here in the notes talking about Fightful. So uh, uh, we haven't seen Ronda Rousey in WWE ring since uh, she lost the main event of WrestleMania 35, getting yep. pinned by Becky Lynch. But yesterday, Fightful Select. Go subscribe to Fightful Select. Uh, reported WWE has been discussing some sort of involvement for Ronda at this weekend's Royal Rumble. Uh, Fightful notes that Rousey has been training of late, and a source told them. That is a uh, matter of when and not if she makes a return to the company. In yesterday's daily update, uh, Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer reported that Rousey is, quote, definitely on the books WrestleMania. And then PW Insider adds, quote, in speaking to a number of sources who are intricately, intricately aware of Rumble plans, we are told it's all on Rousey and whether she wants to pull the trigger on a return, but the company is ready for it and wants it for WrestleMania. Rousey versus Becky Lynch or Charlotte Flair would obviously add some juice 
to WrestleMania 38 if they go in that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> like so, if if I let okay, so here's the thing. Yeah, go ahead. What were you gonna say? I mean, if I'm gonna I'm gonna tackle the 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 last sentence here first because I think it's a it's a pretty significant deal for us who watch WWE on a regular basis, on a weekly basis for the last... You're about to say daily because it feels like I know. Well, it almost (laughs) is. It almost is. Um, And see the story they've been telling with Becky and Bianca Belair. I understand there's uh, more chapters in the story of Ronda and Becky Lynch that you could tell. I get that. That being said, the amount of energy and effort they've put into telling this Bianca and Becky uh, story... If Bianca is not the one to defeat Becky Lynch for that Raw Women's title, it's going to be incredibly deflating for those of us who watch the product on a regular basis. Because you could have yeah, Becky yeah. and Ronda not for the title, and it would still be a huge match. I don't feel like that needs the belt. Bianca needs to be the one to beat Becky. Becky has been dodging Bianca for weeks now. Mm-hmm. That needs mm-hmm. to be the conclusion of the story. I understand that. Ronda versus Becky, that's the box office match you want. I get that. But you can't... It's a common thing with WWE. They lay out these stories. They set them up. Something else comes along, and they just drop everything and go with that other thing. And in the process, you potentially... uh, You stop your development of people into future huge mainstream stars. Bianca's on the precipice of that. You know, if she gets this huge win over Becky, that's going to launch her into a whole other level. Yeah. And I still feel like, as a, as someone who watches her product, as a fan of Bianca, that's the direction they should go. Mm-hmm. It just, it, yeah. it, it's, from a storytelling perspective, it would be, yeah. a, it'd be a disappointment. You know? Yeah, I, I don't disagree with any of that. I think there's a couple things that sort of play into the, like, look, I, I enjoyed, for the most part, uh, some of it was weird. I enjoyed, for the most part, Ronda's first run in the WWE. Yeah, there's some good stuff there. But whenever they do that stuff, it just ties up. And I understand WWE is in win-now mode, to use like a sports euphemism. They, they're, they're trying to do everything they can to be the biggest because they want to sell by the time the next TV deal comes around. I think that's why they brought on Nick Khan. That's, that's my belief anyways. I have no nothing to back that up besides just what I see in here. Um, so they want big attraction now. It's why they're doing Brock versus Roman. Um, that's why it probably wouldn't shock me if Brock won the Rumble. Brock is probably going to beat Lashley and then enter the Rumble because he's like, well, Lashley was the biggest and best you had over here. I want Roman still, and the only way I can get there is by winning the Rumble. So he's going to win the Rumble, and if they don't do title versus title, he'll just have to vacate it and move to SmackDown or whatever. So um, with Ronda, the thing is, would she be back full time because if you're going to be champion you don't even need to be back full time you got to be back at least on like a several pay-per-views yeah you know like a, a pay-per-view to pay-per-view basis i mean she can't just disappear off tv and last time say what you will about ronda she committed she was doing she house shows she, she was did. doing everything i thought that she did a pretty decent job and mm-hmm. she really did commit herself to it um but like, I don't know if she, you know, she's she's a new mother, and uh, and I would as I would think that given that she's not a career WWE person like Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, 
who I always figured once, you know, they were going to have a kid, she would get into amazing shape, right? Like ridiculous shape right after having a kid and come right back because this has been their mm-hmm. thing for decades now mm-hmm. you know, between the two of them anyway. Um, with Rhonda, I don't know. And so in that case, what do you do? You put her in the rumble and she loses. You put her in the rumble and you don't do the Becky versus Rhonda match that WWE might think to themselves, this is the biggest box office. And this might be the only chance to have that one-on-one match that we've always wanted. Um, I don't know how they would handle it. I mean, you know, WWE, they're like all about the moment now. Yeah. The moment now is Ronda wins the Rumble and uh, and then goes to WrestleMania. And then I guess maybe Becky beats her so Ronda can go and be go off and, and, and do whatever she wants again. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I don't see any way around. And it... It would be silly. It would be a silly consolation prize for Bianca to get Charlotte at WrestleMania. Well, and I don't even know how that would work. I mean, because if then she'd be on SmackDown. Yeah, if, if the situation is Ronda is in the Rumble, she wins it. She challenges Becky, but Becky beats her at Mania. Well, then you still get Bianca being the one to beat Becky. You still get that. It's not at WrestleMania, which would be a bummer, but you still get that moment. You still get that match. You know it. Yeah, but here's the thing. It could be at WrestleMania still. It would just it, be it would just be in yeah. it'd be in L well, no, I was gonna say it'd be oh, in LA. The following year. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean that that might be the year we get. And on top of that, you have a whole year to reestablish Bianca uh, you know, as uh, over on SmackDown on Fox on the bigger show. Um so I I, I the, the problem is I don't know if they actually think this stuff out like that, but Bianca beat Sasha last year mm-hmm. that's one of the horsewomen she already beat bailey before that that's another horsewoman horsewoman this year she beat charlotte after they have kind of that story when bianca was leaving smackdown mm-hmm. they did that and charlotte was ducking her and cheating etc 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 she beat charlotte at wrestlemania that's three of the horsewomen arguably that makes next year's mania becky versus bianca then after Becky's beaten Ronda, after Becky has had an additional mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. with the title, that, in my opinion, makes that night one or even night two main event potentially even bigger. The huge question is, does WWE even think that far out? Or do they have the patience to follow through with a storyline? Or takes do they that have the time? patience? To Here's another through. idea. So Charlotte, she's champion, also in Rumble. She says if she wins, she'll pick her opponent. Well, if you have a couple backstage segments during the Rumble where Ronda's there, it's like, hi, I'm visiting. You know, she's asked, are you going to come back when we see you at WrestleMania? Oh, I don't know. We'll see how things play out. Mm -hmm. You do the bit where it seems like Naomi wins the Rumble. Sonya comes out, overturns that. Charlotte gets the win. And then Charlotte's like, I know who I want for the Rumble or for Mania. Mm -hmm. I want Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And then you could have... The Sonya Naomi story carry through to Mania. They have their match there. I know it's supposed to have a match on SmackDown. That's not going down with any That's sort of satisfying walk, finish. Yeah. yeah. So at Mania, you have that match, Naomi and Sonya, and after Naomi wins that, then that can launch her up into the title picture, whether it be against Charlotte or Ronda. You know, they yeah. that, that in my mind that if they want Ronda and Charlotte, that's like the easiest way to motivate that match. Yeah. Charlotte wins I the just, Rumble. Yeah. She says, "I want Ronda." Yeah. Again, it's the kind of thing where I think I I, I just think that WWE more than anything would want Becky versus Ronda. 
and then you have to work around that. <laughs> you know, like you have to then you have to start figuring out, okay, well, how do we do that and then do this? It's kind of like Brock versus Roman. How do you get Brock versus Roman? But it's not title versus title because you need I yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna do that. We can we can talk about this now, I guess, if you want, because last night on Raw we had the weigh-in with Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. That match is going down at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Right now, uh, look, and I'm, I'm going to say this real quick. I don't consider this to be a spoiler, but I'm going to talk about these betting odds. I did uh, a WrestleJuice video on this not long ago. Generally speaking, with the betting odds leading into the Rumble, it is rare that the top guy in the betting odds actually wins the thing. Usually it's the yeah. second or third yeah. place guy. Yeah. So take that with take take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt. Brock is currently the favorite to win, mm-hmm. but he's tied, at least as of yesterday, with Big E. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that Brock versus Roman is the match, and I think Brock is still going to beat Bobby Lashley. Uh, and it kind of, but to be honest, it kind of bothers me how they're building this though. That Brock is being so dismissive. I know of Bobby Lashley because it makes Bobby look like a chump. Um, and Bobby hasn't been able to do anything about he hasn't been able to get the heat, I guess, is the term or whatever. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been able to show that this, you know, all he has is MVP, you know, talking him up and Brock just laughing it off. This was the go home to show that, hey, Bobby, Brock shouldn't be looking past Bobby. I'm not huge on how they've built this, man. I'm really looking forward to this match, but I'm not huge on how yeah, they've built I this. Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, unless the outcome is that Lashley cleanly beats Brock Lesnar. Is that at, even, here's the thing, even if Lashley beats him with interference from the Usos, like, I mean, I guess that would be proving a point because the win is a win. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if it'd be a situation with interference from the Usos. I wonder if they would do a thing where Heyman accidentally Oh yeah, cost Brock the match, mm-hmm. and Lashley mm-hmm. gets the win, and therefore that that's that's how Lashley earns Brock's respect or something like that. Yeah, I just don't know if they're gonna have Brock stumble his way into this match with like, oh, now Brock's dead. Well, here's the thing. Here's the, the thing. Rumble. If so, let's say let's assume because I agree with you. There, I, I have a hard time believing Brock's gonna eat any pins on yeah, the way right, to yeah. Mania. Yeah. So let's look at it. Brock wins at the Rumble, retains there. So then you have Elimination Chamber next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even in a what six on five on one scenario, potentially they can have Brock lose, get pinned, get eliminated from the elimination chamber. I mean, it, it, I guess in some sense it's a bit more protected. You could have five people hit their finish on him. Still, don't feel like he's taking an L. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You see, you, you see him. Here, this is this is. And I have no idea if this is how it's going to play out, but like I'm trying to. I'm tr- again. You're trying to. You're trying to piece this stuff together. No title versus title, unless they do title versus title, in which case it's easy. Yeah. No title versus title. Um, Brock versus Roman at the Rumble for probably the Universal Title. The way that works is Brock wins at uh, against Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. He enters himself into the Rumble. He wins the Rumble. 
vacates the title to go get to go face off against Roman, and then uh, they, they put the title up. Uh, they, at they would have chamber. to. They would have to do something like why? What would be the motivation in vacating the title? The necessity you get, you have to choose. You get you either get you either take on Roman. Why he won the Rumble, he gets to choose the champion he faces. Doesn't matter if he's champion or not. I mean, if that's the case, if Charlotte wins the Rumble this year, she should have to vacate the title as well. Yeah, I don't know. It's WWE to do weird shit like that. You know, they gotta have they gotta have their. If, and if, also, saying, if if Brock if says do, if you don't do title versus title, how are you gonna get there? Because another thing, if you have Brock vacate the title, well, then you're saying this title is 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 meaningful compared to that title. Yeah. That's what they said. They that they've said that for years. I know they have, but I don't think they can do it in such such blunt terms. I know Roman referred to Drew as the B champion. I get that, but that's even worse than that. Roman beat Big E clean with no interference. But if you have Brock essentially toss the WWE title the garbage can to go after the Universal title, you're you're that's Barry in the WWE title. I don't think he, they would do that. <laughs> they shouldn't they, do that. They should. I'm not saying they should. I don't know. I'm trying to get there. Okay, then you tell me. How do you get there? How do you get no title versus title, no Brock losing, Brock versus Roman at Mania? <laughs> this is what you. you this is what you could do. He doesn't vacate. Uh, uh, they do something like this where he's not an official entrant in the Rumble. He destroys somebody to get in there. Just annihilates them. Okay. Wins the Rumble, and Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville say, "Congratulations, win the Rumble." However, due to your actions to get in the Rumble, we're going to have to punish you in some way. We're going to strip <laughs> you of your belt. <laughs> okay, all right. We have both terrible ideas, evidently. <laughs> they've, they've kind of written themselves into a corner here, unless they do title versus title. I think sh- honestly, they should do title versus title. I know they they, re- they, really, they really should. should. Um, because that is that is the biggest match. That's huge. That that is absolutely huge. Uh, because yeah, I Brock's, guess you do. Brock Brock shouldn't vacate. Yeah, he shouldn't be taking losses. Yeah, unless it's just the only reason I can think he would take a loss or, or, or way it would make sense of the situation where Heyman again accidentally cost him the match. Yeah, no, you can you can look, you can write a loss any number of ways, but a loss is a loss. Like he you you see that big monster either passing out to the hurt lock, which given that he keeps on talking about the hurt lock, if he does lose in weird fashion, it's going to be him like getting uh, uh, somehow fig, you know, somehow stumbling into a hurt lock, whether it's because Heyman accidentally, quote unquote, screws him over. Um, I don't know. That's a good point. Mr. Dopes is if title versus title happens, what does the Rumble winner do? When in that case, it would be Brock. Mm-hmm. Brock would be the winner of the Rumble. Mm-hmm. And he'd say, hey, let's see. Man, he already teased title versus title. That's why I kind of feel like title versus title might happen because he teased it before. You're already main eventing with the uh, with the Raw Women's title yeah. on I night mean, one. I mean, the only reason we're kind of dispelling the notion of title versus title is that I think it was Melser said title versus title isn't the plan. Plans change Al- or Alvarez or some yeah yeah, yeah. someone at wrestling observer mentioned that and and you know yeah. I'm sure they have their sources but it's not like they've been accurate 100 percent of the time no no absolutely not and no I, I I agree like that's the only hesitation I have if it wasn't for them saying that you know I'd probably be all in on oh yeah they're totally doing this yeah um but you know they're right they're right a bunch too uh, yeah and sometimes they're not yeah so it is sort of a grain of salt sometimes. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I so yeah, I don't know. Who's your right right now? Who's your pick to win the rumble? That's probably Brock. 
It's probably Brock. I would imagine Brock versus Lashley is probably going to open the show. Um, and then we'll get some clarification there as far as, like if Brock somehow loses, then for sure, a thousand percent, he's winning the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If he wins, yeah. probably still a pretty good chance he's going to win the Rumble. Yeah. You know you know who they should have win the Rumble? Randy Orton. That guy is the most over person in the company right now. It's ridiculous. And do you see how fired up he is? He is so last night when he all all him just challenging Chad Gable to that match. He was so hyped up. He looks legitimately like a kid in a candy shop when he's doing this riddle stuff and the Alpha Academy stuff. Mm-hmm. And he looks like he is so happy to be having matches with Chad Gable. Yep. Who they just have terrific chemistry. They do. That match last night was a lot of fun. We, we can get into our uh, general thoughts on Raw now, I suppose. Be- yeah, sure. I watched the first two hours last night, and it, 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 it followed the playbook of how I like to enjoy my wrestling. You have talking bits to motivate matches, and you let the matches happen. And you give them time, mm-hmm. and with the level of talent WB right now, uh, if you give people time to put on good matches, guess what? Good matches happen. And that's yeah, what right. we saw. We had Orton versus Gable. We had uh, Owens versus Damian Priest, which was a good match up until the crap finish. And then you had AJ and Austin Theory. I'll even I'll even say this about the Owens Priest stuff. At least we got that bit afterwards with Sony Deville saying, "Hey, at least that at least the ending to that led to a story beat that is going to make things interesting." Probably Kevin Owens coming out of whatever next big thing they do. With that U.S. title, that wouldn't shock me at all because yeah, Damian Priest, that shit isn't working. It's no. not, and, you, and everybody can tell. And Kevin Owens is doing amazing work. Yeah, right I know, now. I know, I know. The the Damian Priest thing, the the change of character just hurt him a ton, a ton. Mm-hmm. It really did. It really did. It's so goofy. But yeah, you had that Bianca Zelina match. That it's was really pretty good. good. Yeah. You yeah. had again a match, uh, six uh, six woman tag action, a match. And that motivates some story. I thought that was good. Uh, the spelling bee I thought was good. And you know what? The, what ended? The, what the spelling bee ended with? A match, a wrestling match. Know. You know, the first um, the first had, two hours is how you should book a raw. The last hour is a bit more talky. Um, uh, but the first two hours, yeah. If 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 raw was like this every week, you have talking bits to motivate matches, and then maybe one longer talky bit for your a story. I'm generally fine with that formula. What did the uh, What did the third hour begin with? Was it, it the started Becky with do, the Becky Dewdrop uh, side by side interview, which was fine. Even that wasn't that bad. I thought that Dewdrop was really really good in that side by side. In that I last hour, we really had good. one match. We and had the was, Mysterios and versus the Street, Profits, the Street Profits, and that was it. You know what, though, dude? I'll be honest with you. I really dug the Maurice birthday celebration. I thought I thought Edge and Beth Phoenix they look like goddamn superheroes. They look so fucking badass when they come out and those like all black and all duded up and stuff. I thought that I think that this match is going to be a ton of fun. Oh yeah. Um and uh yeah, I thought I thought that shit and Beth just wrecking security guards. That was great. I thought that was I thought that was a pretty decent bit. But yeah, I guess so. There was one there was like one match in that last hour. Boy, what a what a length. Did they do the SmackDown recap during that second that, that third hour? They did. Okay, that's always forever. They always, that always takes forever. Cuz like in the first hour there were three matches. In the second hour there was one, two. There were only two matches, but both of them were pretty long. 
AJ mm-hmm, in, yeah. in theory was like 17, 18 minutes, and then Orton Gable was pretty long too. That uh, that AJ uh, Austin Theory match was nuts. That was that like was a G one really match. match. I know, right? I love Austin Theory, new Bullet Club Hunter. Um, anyways, it kicked off with that weigh in. Lashley comes out first. Graves is about to announce Brock. Heyman interrupts, says, "You know, I hate when people steal my shtick. When I do it better." Uh, and he introduces Brock. Brock's got a flannel that's up on uh, it's up on the sh- WWE mm-hmm. shop, or at least mm-hmm. you know a, a similar one with his logo on it. Yeah, and he's got a cowboy hat. hat. He looked like a million bucks coming out. Of course, Corey Graves takes issue with that. Says, you know, I'm not sure that's appropriate attire for weighing. I don't. I don't know. What kind of temerity Corey Graves has? Don't <laughs> Brock well, Lesnar I mean, ain't dressed for the occasion. Oh, well, I know. I mean, I, I, I Corey, understand. Corey going to try to eliminate Brock from the Rumble? May, I don't know. Maybe he's going to do a run-in from commentary. Um, usually, you see these weigh-ins for uh, MMA fights and, and boxing matches, and then like the competitors are wearing like shorts. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So he says, uh, "I'm not well, sure if well, that's appropriate." Part, part of it, though, let me get disappointed. Part of it, though, is they wear as little as possible because they want to make sure they get an underweight. You know, none of this matters. A, yeah, exactly. There's no <laughs> upper weight limit for this for this match. This one doesn't matter. They could both weigh 700 pounds. Doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> so what's the point? It's just one of these PR things. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, so uh, Brock says, uh, Mr. Graves, do you want me to get naked for you? <laughs> he's okay. How about we just carry on? Uh, so Lashley's the first. I don't know. I don't know what they're feeding Brock and catering, but he's loving being out there yeah, these days. It's yeah. great. Probably tons of cash. Uh, so uh, Lashley's the first step on the scale. He weighs in at 273 pounds. And MVP, with no confidence in his voice whatsoever, tries his damnedest to put over Bobby Lashley. But he knows that he's just his dude's just getting clowned here. Yeah, He calls him closer to a god than a man. Brock's going to have to contend with him in the Rumble. The only weight he's going to keep, he's going to add to himself after the Rumble, is the weight of the WWE Championship. Brock is the next to weigh yeah. in. 
Corey Graves says, you know, once again, uh, Mr. Lesnar, maybe you should, you know, remove some of the clothing. And so Brock just takes off his hat, takes off his hat, gives it to Heyman. He weighs in at 286 pounds and Lashley's pissed off. He says, do you think this is funny or acting like a fool? Because, you know, you're losing the WWE title. He says, mark my words. This is going to be the shortest title run of your career. And that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. And Brock says, ooh, who's the comedian now, Lashley? And then uh, he says, hey, Paul, on Sunday morning, hot off the press, Lashley beats Lesnar, puts him in the hurt lock. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new champ, a new heavyweight champion of the world, Bobby who? And then Brian, Bobby can't say anything. I know. I know. So, yeah, Brock and David just leave. leave. Just leave. Uh, after that, we had Bianca Belair versus Queen Zelina. Before the match, uh, Zelina had a promo. She says, the rumble is hers. It's only fitting that the queen is victorious and ascends to her throne at WrestleMania. Again, fun match. Yeah, um, the pretty, rad finish here with yeah. that code red attempt and Bianca counters it to the KOD. It was great. It was great. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was really good stuff. Uh, then we got Kevin Owens' interview. Um, he's, t- he's asked about uh, handing Damian Priest his first pinfall loss, but having to do it while feigning injury. And Kevin Owens says, by feigning injury, what do you say? Ooh. You saying I'm lying? Have you ever been in the ring? Your opinion is moot. I didn't feign an injury. I fought through the pain. He tells Kevin Patrick to reassure. What does it say in the back here? He says, just, just keep, keep fighting. fighting. Yeah, and I just kept fighting through the pain. Tonight, uh, I'm going to get the U.S. title. I get this U.S. title match because of that. I'm just going to just keep fighting. Just keep fighting until I'm the U.S. champion. Yeah, uh, that was good stuff. Uh, brand new contract will work wonders for a person's motivation. That's well, what also, it feels like. I also life. feel like having doing something that feels like it's of uh, 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 some importance is enough to motivate somebody. You know, if you're it seems it seems like it's probably a no brainer that they would hold off on like pulling any triggers on Kevin Owens until he's re-signed that contract. So one sort of leads into the other, I suspect. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And yeah. then we had the U.S. title match next, Damian Priest, the champion, versus Kevin Owens. Again, a really fun match. Um, uh, however, though, it it, it, it it just got to a point where the Damian comes out. Mm-hmm. At this point, it wasn't even that huge of a deal. It, Owens, it was not motivated not in really. the least. So, so yeah. Owens rolls him up because a handful of tights, that gets a two. And he's looking for a stunner, and Priest uh, escapes and hits the clothesline. Well, I mm-hmm. guess just rolling up with a handful of tights now is enough to set him off. I guess so. Before, it was like yeah. a super blatant violation of the rules or a, or a, a, a sucker a punch or a sneak it was, attack it was, or some sign of disrespect. Yeah, like a very specific triggering catalyst yeah. moment. It was like Ilya getting slapped on the back or yeah. chopped on the back. Yeah, yeah. This In this case, it was like, oh, I tried to roll him up with a handful of tights. It was just like the most pedestrian roll up with a handful of tights. Something you see like And then there was the like show. two more normal moves and then yeah. he snaps. It was yeah. weird. And so he just starts laying into Kevin Owens in the corner. The ref tries a couple times to, to separate Priest from Owens. Priest just keeps attacking him, eventually calls for the bell DQ. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then later on, we'll just get to this right now because there was like a ton of stuff yes. as this was this 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 next bit happened during the six man as it pertains to Damian Priest. A little bit later, he was uh, uh, Sonia was yelling at him. Sonia Deville was yelling at him in the hallway, saying, "Hey, you need to figure this out." Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, "You're out of control. You could be if you do this to kind of stuff again. You could be suspended, fined, maybe even worse. Get it under control." So. I'm I'm totally fine with that finish. We've seen it before. As long as you have those consequences later on to say, okay, the story's about to turn now. 
where is this going to go? Um, and I'm assuming it's going to lead to Kevin Owens probably picking up that yeah. U.S. title. Maybe not. I mean, maybe Damian Priest will have like he'll figure out how to tame the beast. He'll become smart Hulk or something. Well, I kind of feel like he needs to lose the belt first and then to figure it out. He kind of has yeah. to hit rock bottom first. In that I don't really care uh, how he figures it out. I want him to lose that belt because I want Kevin Owens to be the U.S. champion. Yeah, and also maybe they'll realize, hey, this this Damian Priest thing isn't working now. He learns how yeah. to calm the 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 Damian within him, and we just get cool guy. Uh, maybe vampire Damian Priest back because that was actually working. That was yeah, working really is, well for him. Yeah, this is good. Mr. Sinister says they'll have to they'll probably have segments of Priest going to therapy. Once Alexa's done with her journey, Priest goes there and he's like, Here, just you know, take these meds right here or something. Oh my know. goodness. So then we had yeah. a series of of promos from women's rumble participants in advance of a six woman tag match. First we had Rhea Ripley. She talks about having a score to settle with Nikki ASH, but right now her mind is focused on the Rumble. She's going to win at any cost, and says going to she's going to be an absolute nightmare after she wins the Rumble and moves on to WrestleMania. Yeah, after this, my favorite one of these because there's three of them was Dana Brooke. She seems so sincere, and I like I like her reasoning here. She said this is going to be my year because I'm the 24 seven title, so I have to be ready anytime, any place. Anywhere, which is the redundancy. Uh, and she says she's going to continue riding that wave and she's going to win the Rumble. She has no chance whatsoever, but I really like this promo because it's all full of positive. It is very positive. Next, we had Liv Morgan. Says, well, we've seen her transform from girl living her dream to girl who took the Raw Women's Champ to her limit, nearly became champion at the Rumble. There won't be any nearly. I'm going to win the Rumble and I'm going to go to WrestleMania and be the new Women's Champ. And then, yeah, we no. had that bit oh with Sonya and Damian Priest shoehorned in right there. It seemed like a <laughs> weird know, cut, I, too. I kind of liked it, though. I kind of liked it, though, because it's like, oh, give it some time. He's mulling over stuff. You got these silly promos right here, which I never liked these things. And then and then you, you get Damian Priest. Oh, meanwhile, it's kind of cool. It's like like you always say, it's like one living, breathing organism, yeah. this show. I kind of like that. I'm all right with it. Uh, then we had the, the participants for the six-woman tag match. Come to the ring, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Dana Brooke versus Carmella, Tamina, and Nikki A.S.H. But before we get to the match, we had more promos. This time, yeah. uh, we had Tamina. She talks about how I've been here too long. Mania main event is mine. We had Carmella. She says, with a face like this, who would want to throw her the top rope? She says, after she wins the Rumble, she's going to be the most beautiful woman at WrestleMania. And then Nikki was next. Says, heroes sometimes have to do messy things regular people won't. Adversity has made me stronger. And that's how I'll win the Rumble and go on to make WrestleMania super. Did she look lost during some of this promo, or is it like in character that she's like becoming kind of? I mean, crazy? either either is a, <laughs> is, a, is, a, is a viable explanation. We'll give her the benefit of the doubt and say that it's in character. Uh, after that, we had the uh, oh, we had the actual match. Yeah, <laughs> finally, we actually have match. And this is great because Carmella was being all sorts of disrespectful to to Rhea. And so Rhea gets just like throws her down, like does a double leg to, uh, takedown, wraps her up in that reverse clover leaf, just muscles her up. Yeah. And and Carmella's forced to to tap out there. Uh, Rhea puts her hand up, and uh, and Nikki lays her out from behind, and then runs off. And then we had the Alpha Academy RK Bro Academic Challenge Round One. This is going to be a triad of events, and for those of you. Here in Ohio, who don't have vocabulary, a, 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 a nice, a, a well-rounded vocabulary, triad means three. It means three. It means three, in this case, yeah. three events. Mm -hmm. Series of yeah. three. 
so Kevin Patrick kind of explains the rules, and then Gable cuts him off and says, uh, hold on, you explained it wrong. Let me explain tonight's events so that, quote, even the mindless morons of Ohio can comprehend. Then he talks about tonight as the first of the triad of events over the coming weeks. Um, and so this triad will prove that not only am I an Olympian, but I'm also a genius with the master's degree, which I got with an immaculate 4.0 GPA. It says we're also going to prove that Otis has the brawn and the brain uh, to decimate RK bro into mental submission. He tells <laughs> Otis, I'm proud of you. Lastly, I'm also going to announce that we're entering the Rumble, and one of the, us is winning in the Alpha Academy be headlining WrestleMania. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Kevin Patrick then introduces RK Bro. They come out to the ring. Kevin says tonight's winner of the Spelling Bee gets to choose next week's challenge. Otis is up first. His word is Emmental. And uh, Otis uh, asks, uh, "Can you know what's the definition? He's a type of cheese." And uh, and Otis is like, oh, "Okay, I know what that is." Uh, he actually spells it incorrect because he, he missed the A, but they give it to him. Maybe he just ran through it a little they bit. They did until after the segment, and they said the, the, uh, both members of Alpha Academy got their words wrong. Oh, did they go back? They yeah. redcon that. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Smart, smart move. So Riddle is next, and his word is calibration. And uh, Riddle's asking for a definition. So <laughs> well, he can first use he it, says, can use it with letters. <laughs> calibration? Yeah. <laughs> can you give it to me in letters, he said. <laughs> Kevin funny. Patrick is like no and then the light bulb goes off and Riddle's head says oh like when I have to calibrate my scale when I'm weighing things they cut to Orton he's, he's, he legit he laughs laughing. god I love that I love that so much so Riddle spells it completely correct he gets it right Gable's up next disillusion is his word now it was smart they got Kevin because he's got uh, I guess it's an Irish is an, is he, I so. I an so. Irish accent so uh, Gable thinks it's disillusion. First, he says, let me get the definition. And Kevin starts to give you the definition of disillusion. But Gable stops him and gives his own definition of disillusion. And Kevin's like, hold on, hold on. That's not. But in his hubris. Gable stops. Yeah, he, he, he cuts him off and says, no, 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 I got it. I got it. And he spells disillusion instead of disillusion. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and so he gets it wrong. <laughs> Gable Gable was on fire. Yeah, he was. He's he's doing so good these he is, days. He really is. Uh, so uh, he says, "No, I spelled the right word. You said it wrong." And uh, Orton gets up as Gable protests, and he says, "Gable, take a freaking seat." And he tells Kevin to give him his word for the win. And he says, "This is a word that is widely misspelled in the English vocabulary. It's dumbbell." 
Randy Orton spells it correctly. Make sure to get both B's in there. Mm -hmm. And uh, RK bro, get the win. Gable loses his shit. He says, he says, your partner's a dumbbell. And both Orton and Riddle are highly offended at that. Yeah. Orton tells him to shut his mouth. And Orton is on fire yeah, right he now. he really is. Challenges Gable to a match. He says, obviously, you're the most unintelligent man in the ring, so I'm going to spell out how I'm going to beat you with the three most dangerous letters in sports entertainment, RKO. It's pretty great. And then we had that match next. This match was fantastic. Uh, it really was. These two guys have great chemistry. Uh, so towards the end, uh, Riddle tries to take out uh, Otis while Randy's setting up for an RKO. Instead, he runs right into uh, like an overhead suplex. Uh, Randy looks for an RKO. Gable evades that, hits a backslide. Orton kicks out, hits a power slam. Orton's setting up for a punt, and the mm -hmm. Gable, smooth, mm -hmm. counters with an ankle lock. Um, and then Riddle goes and gets his scooter from ringside, starts beating the heck out of Otis with it, which probably <laughs> really sucked. Shit out of him. Which probably yeah, really yeah. sucked. He threw it at him. Yeah. So then Orton reverses the ankle lock, and the process sends Gable to the corner. Gable rebounds out of the corner. RKO. Orton gets the win. Riddle gets in the mic, uh, congratulates Randy, says, hey, we're going to go uh, do an old-school uh, academic challenge next. Let's take it to gym class, a good old-fashioned scooter race. And Otis, once again, looks pretty worried. Yeah. Watching, seeing Otis on a scooter is going to be pretty damn funny. Yeah. But I suspect, once again, well, if this is the best out of three. I would, th I would suspect RK Bro is going to lose this one. Yeah, I, it seems like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be the case. Yeah. Uh, after that, we have uh, Alexa Bliss therapy session number three. Hopefully, this is a triad, and this is going to be the end of it, but I suspect it's not. Yeah. Uh, she talks about – I won't even go over. She just talks about Lily being a little kid, being bullied, and Lily was around. The idea is Alexa Bliss, even as a child, uh, would black out and, 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 and beat up kids or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, after that – From that moment on, Lily was like always by her side. Yeah. After that, we have uh, Austin – in uh, Austin Theory in Vince's office. <clears throat> you, you must be feeling pretty good of late with all the uh, selfies you're taking. And Austin's like, yeah, you know, it felt pretty good destroying Finn Balor. And, uh, you know, this Saturday it's a rumble. I'm going to win this. And I'm going to get to face the champion of my choosing at WrestleMania. And uh, Vince is like, oh, yeah, sounds like you got it all figured out. So Austin Theory says, you know, Vince, I was wondering, maybe uh, maybe I can get one of the later numbers in the rumble, you know? Maybe you can give me uh, like a 24 or like a 25, maybe even like a 28 or 29. And Vince is like, why, why, why do you think I? Why do you think I have any influence over you? And uh, Theory, uh, he says, you, you should be considered with your opponent tonight, AJ Styles. And Theory's like, oh, you mean former WWE champion, former U.S. champion, former Intercontinental champion? He's like, that's right, AJ Styles. And he's like, okay, all right, good. I'll, that sounds good. So he gets up, and Vince says, hold on, you forgot this, and he gives him his phone. He'd bring back a really good selfie. It's just weird. It's just weird shit. Man. It is really uh, Austin Theory is he's doing really good within the context of how weird this shit is. He's Austin doing the Theory best. Pretty, he's doing the best anybody really could probably do in this situation. I know. I know. Uh, we get a Veer is coming video package. Yes, he's still coming. He's still coming. And maybe it was because last night on on NXT Steve we had a loser leaves town match. Gargano versus Veer. Veer lost that. So oh wow, maybe it's time for him confirmed? to make his way to Raw. Rumble confirmed, maybe, 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 and then we had AJ Styles versus Austin Theory. This was a hell of a match. Oh my gosh, hell this of a match! A good this match. could easily be a pay per view match. AJ Styles is just doing amazing work these he days. Is. He that is. Grayson Waller match. Oh my god, I know, I know. 
he's reminding us all that he's one of the best to ever do it. So uh, Theory's working over his back after hitting a pretty huge backbreaker. It was like a spinning tilt-a-whirl backbreaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on, uh, uh, Theory drop kicks AJ off the top rope to the floor. Uh, the finish saw Theory hitting a rolling backbreaker. Sorry, rolling blockbuster against Matu. Uh, looking for a superplex. AJ escapes that. Uh, he, uh, he trips Theory off the top rope. Uh, Theory then looks for a powerbomb. AJ escapes, hits a Pele kick, looking for a Styles Clash. Theory counters into an ATL attempt. AJ counters that into a calf crusher. Theory gets the bottom rope. So AJ's looking for phenomenal form. And as he's going up for the springboard, Theory shakes the rope. So AJ tumbles to the mat. Theory covers him, but he puts his feet on the top ropes. Like the easiest. Yeah, it's like totally easy for the ref to see it. Uh, So he has to break that up. Theory looks for uh, ATL near the ropes. Uh, AJ Styles like essentially wraps his legs around the ropes to block mm-hmm. it, punches Theory, and then hits phenomenal form after that to get the win. But man, it's really yeah. good stuff. Really good yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, it was it was a pretty terrific match. White Brownie here in the chat has the raw ratings uh-huh. one point seven million, but a point four six in the demo. That's a decently strong. Yeah, it's up. I think the the audience numbers up from last yeah, week. it was like one point six last week. I think so. Yeah. I think the demo numbers up too. Yeah. Uh, we had a Becky and Dewdrop side by side interview. Usually, these are like if if I'm given the option as to how do you want to build a match, well, the this is going to be like probably this and like a tug of war for the title are like last on the list of yeah, things. That being list, said, yeah. this wasn't that long, and Dewdrop did a pretty good job mm-hmm. here as well as can be expected, better than could be expected. Um, and then I like that it ended with her just getting up and going on attack and Becky. I don't know if we really need to go through like the beats by beat here. It was just pretty much trash talk back and forth. It was again Becky saying you should. It's it's essentially you got to thank me for getting you this match at all. For mm-hmm. you know, for one thing, I blazed the trail that brought you to WB, but also I, you know, cost Bianca the match, so you got the win. Mm-hmm. So you should yeah. be thanking me. Show some gratitude. Do drop says i'll show you some gratitude when you show me some respect and then yeah at a certain point uh do drop just like all right enough of this uh oh becky says uh before me you were just a name to fill out the roster yeah, yeah do drop yeah. says all right i don't need to hear any more of this she gets up mm-hmm. and becky keeps on talking uh do drop uh comes into to becky's interview set and this they just start fighting yeah yeah uh, after that, we had a Mysterio's interview. This was actually really sweet. Um, it was the, the, the you know Ray and Dom. I like this little sort of competition between them about going into the Rumble. So Ray is asked about being on the cover to 2K22. Ray says it's a great moment. He says most superstars spend their career chasing achievements. Being on the cover of a game is no different. He says, but one thing that will make me prouder would be the day I get to see Dom on the cover and Dom says, you know, I used to play these games as a kid like five years ago. He says, uh, and I know I've got to create my own legacy to get on a video game cover that starts on Saturday when I win the rumble. And Ray's like, well, <laughs> well, awkward laugh says that would mean you'd have to toss your dad out of the ring. You're not going to do that. Right. And Dom says, I don't know, man, after the stunt you pulled last week, uh, you're going to be the first to go. And, uh, Ray says, ah, oh, you're playing right. And Dom just walks away. <laughs> and Ray says, He's just playing, right? He's still silly. I know. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny. It was a good moment. It was, it a, good was moment. a good moment. Uh, did we decide what the over-under was on people getting tossed to the top rope last night? Was it six and a half? 
Oh, you said it would be it was six and a half because you said it'd be seven. You I said was it'd be one over. off. I was one off because everybody oh, in this six? match was plus the dirty dogs all got tossed over the top rope in this whole <laughs> the segment. <laughs> so the street profits versus Mysterios. Uh, really fun match. Ford catches a six one nine from from Ray and then powers them up to do something. Ray hits him with the victory roll to get the win. Yeah. And so the Mysterios are in the ring celebrating. Dom from behind. Tries to dump Ray over the top rope, but Ray reverses that mm-hmm. to kind of like a Rana. So Dom gets sent to the floor. They're laughing about that. Montez then dumps Ray over the top. Then Dawkins dumps Ford over the top. That was good, yeah. yeah. He's like, I had to do it. I just had yeah, to do it. He's laughing about it. Dirty Dogs hit the ring. They uh, dump Dawkins out. So everybody gets in. There's a huge brawl that breaks out, and the Mysterios, the Prophets, they dump the, the Dirty Dogs out of the ring. Nobody thought it was cute when the Dirty Dogs did it. No. <laughs> Everybody else was like, ah, oh, you got me. This is just for the dirty, spirit of competition. Dirty yeah, Dogs dirty do it. Dirty Dogs come Assholes. in like, fuck you. Assholes. <laughs> right. Um, so uh, let's get back up a second here. Ray and Dom. Yeah. Either Dom's going to dump Ray out in the Rumble or they're both going to go out together. Which do you think is more likely to happen? I mean, given the buildup to this, it would make sense for, for Dom to dump Ray out, but at the same right. time, I don't know. It's, it's like they constantly kind of tease about uh, them breaking up, but uh, mm-hmm. based on what they've said and based on what how they've done it so far, I'm kind of hard-pressed to believe it's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. So maybe yeah. it's just as likely that they're kind of jockeying for position and doing so, they get both get eliminated by somebody else. I think that's probably the more likely situation. Um, after that, we had a Seth Rollins interview. This is pretty brief. Uh, he says, uh, you know, it sounds good that I'm facing Roman one-on-one. It was never about the Usos. It was about Roman and Seth. He says, uh, historically speaking, I like my odds. He says, Roman knows that I've got his number. He says, I like people thinking highly of me, but he's the only one who can put, who I, who, who can put him in his place. So I'll take one more trip to SmackDown this Friday because unlike Roman, I like to deliver my messages in person. Oof. And then we got our main event segment, which was Maurice's birthday extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Miz comes out first. He introduces Maurice. She comes to the ring. And Miz is really ex- eager for her to open her first gift. So she does. And it's a portrait of Miz as Prince Charming. Yeah. And uh, Maurice as a princess. And she's like, like a paint your life type situation. Maybe. So she's like, oh, this is the best gift you ever got me. Better than the half million dollar ring. And Miz talks about how, yes, I've spared no expense. I even got top-of-the-line security. There'll be no Beth and no Edge tonight. So Maurice wants to open another gift. She does. Some sort of, I don't even know what it is. Almost like a jewelry box, kind of. But it's all sparkly, yeah. and it says no limit yeah. on there. I was like The first thing that sprang to mind, of course, is no limit soldiers. Master P, yeah. Master P, yeah. Yeah. And I think Corey Graves mentioned Master P as well. <laughs> oh, did he? I think so. <laughs> Corey's funny. So then she's like, what's in this this huge box over here? I'll open this one. And Miz says, uh, I, don't, I don't know how that got in here. I thought you, maybe you got me a gift. And I like how she didn't say no. She just said, it's my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you didn't send this here. I didn't bring this here. Then who brought it here? He calls in security to open the gift. And of course, it's all, it's all subterfuge. Security mm-hmm. guy goes in there, takes the paper off, and it's just like an empty box but it's got mm-hmm. a table and on top of that table is the brick that Maurice used to attack Beth last week and they showed a recap yeah. of that and so Miz says it's time for everybody to stand up and sing happy birthday to Maurice 
He leads the count to three, and then he sings an absolutely horrible uh, rendition of Happy Birthday. <laughs> That's interrupted by Edge <laughs> yeah, and Beth. There's, there's, I don't know why he was so aggressive with like saying, open your gift. Okay, open your second gift. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> very aggressive. Very Costanza-esque, yeah. So then um, uh, Edge tells Ms. and Maurice, uh, you two have been real clever this whole time. None of that is going to help you this weekend. I said, you got a pissed off Edge and a pissed off pissed off Radar Superstar, I think he said, a pissed off Glamazon. Yeah. And they storm the ring. They take out security while Miz and Maurice, they escape to the opposite side of the ring. And so Edge and Beth are kind of clearing out some of the stuff. They both spear a security guard. Uh, they hit one of them with heart attack. They hit another security was guard rad. with a 3D. That was sick. And yeah. then Edge power bombs the shit out of the guy through uh, 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 the gift table. Yeah, it was basically like a last ride he gave him. Yeah, it was it that was sick. That dude took it like a champ. Mm-hmm. He did. He got him up so high. Mm-hmm. I loved I loved the uh, the shout out finishers there. The heart that was attack pretty good. That was pretty good. That was sick. I I really like this segment, man. I think you can't think of a of a different couple. They've really established themselves as two very different yeah. couples, and uh, this is going to be a lot of fun here. Yeah. Yep. Uh, anyways let's go ahead and uh, answer some questions I've got a thread up here on the Patreon patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson if you can't make the show live you can always ask us a question there Uh, first up we've got uh, let's see here Uh, Dylan uh, Dylan Haggett says um as it seems certain we're getting Roman versus Brock at Mania, what stipulation would you give their match to add a bit more excitement considering all but one of their previous matches have been standard singles matches? I don't... I think I think the title versus title thing would be where I'd go because that does raise the stakes. It really does. And this is... I mean, I think we can all agree this is a completely different Brock versus Roman situation. It was the same situation and it was obvious back in the day that they felt like they kept on getting it wrong and they were doing a bunch of do-overs mm-hmm. this doesn't feel like that at all no, i doesn't. mean internally maybe it is maybe internally they're like oh we can finally get it right now but it doesn't on the surface it doesn't feel like that because they're completely different characters at this point yeah yeah and it feels like from a creative standpoint they're more self-assured the company is about where this is going as it's, opposed it, it's to in a distinct direction yeah, yeah Roman is going to win? No, he is. No, there's always this back and forth with are they actually going to go, you know, 100% with Roman as the guy? Mm-hmm. And now yeah. they are, and it's actually working. Yeah. Uh, Maggie here in chat says, I thought Dewdrop was amazing in the side by side with Becky. She showed she could hold her own on the mic and have personality. Sorry to live Morgan, but she just got pushed down a notch for me just because of the mic work. Dewdrop, since she's come in to main roster, has done really well on the mic. Really well. She has. Yeah. Somebody else in chat also said something like uh Liv doesn't sound at all like she like she's gonna win this thing. And she just, it's it's like one out of every five promos actually sounds convincing from Liv Morgan. And I think she that's really the thing is like you that. could know your lines, you could even hit your your beats, you know, your story beats for your promo. If you're not confident in what you're saying, it just doesn't come off as convincing. I don't know what the, what you need to do there if she needs to be more. I here's the thing: we don't know how these things are written. If she's just handed it and then she's yeah. got to go, or if she needs to work, if she, if she needs to look at herself and say, "Look, when I get these scripts, I need to come up with some sort of like delivery method 
where it sounds convincing because the what what she's using now just doesn't work. You know, she sort of just comes off as like, eh, like let me talk to your manager. And and you know, like doing assuming they get the scripts just a matter of a few minutes before they have to do these things. Doing cold readings is not an easy thing. This is something I say this. No, often. it's not. It's something that actors go to specific classes to learn how to do for auditions. Mm-hmm. Is do cold yeah. readings. You get your sides, your script for the day, and you have to deliver performance. Uh, that's good enough to convince a casting director to at least send you on to the next level of casting or get the job, you know, that's not an easy thing to do. It's not. But that being said, everybody in the company has to do it. I I see Bianca going out there doing promos with Becky for 10, 15 minutes or whatever it is. And she nails it every single time. Uh, Rhea, tons of people do this. She needs to figure out. I will say this when when Rhea got brought to the main roster, Oh, God, yes. I think from a character perspective, she had no idea what she was supposed to be doing. And that showed it wasn't convincing because she didn't know her character. Now I feel like she knows her character, and it's much Mm -hmm. better now. And maybe it's a situation where Liv isn't quite sure what or who her character is yet. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Wolfpack for Life says, what wrestler from another company could win the Rumble? Nobody. Or one or one that you would like to. He says, pretend it's a possible outcome. I mean, at this point, I feel like I there's no way that she wins, but like I would it wouldn't be out of I mean, I would give Mickey James a two percent botch chance. You know, like what if she shows up and they're like, man, you've done really good work. We want to go. We want to start rehiring some of these legends, you know, and they work out with some with impact. It ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. But if any situation were to happen in a forbidden door winning the rumble type situation, I don't see it going any other way than that. That's like the top of the list of possibilities. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that over like Jericho winning. Yeah. Yeah, no one from outside the company is 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 gonna win. Yeah, uh, especially someone who's under contract with another company. Like, I, it, it's still unclear whether Mickey is on a long term deal with Impact or not. Yeah, yeah. Like, I see that happening more than like any like any AEW wrestler mm-hmm. ever winning. I don't think any of it's gonna yeah. happen. But no, no, not that like is I wouldn't. I would be like, oh wow, that's nuts. But if Jericho won, I would be like, did something go wrong? You know what yeah, I mean? No, There'd be like, there's a difference there. That's a makeup for him losing to Sheamus that one year. He was probably supposed to win it. Uh, mm-hmm. White Brownie, uh, a lot has changed since I last asked this question, but now, now who are the final four for both Rumble matches? Who do we think are our final four? Uh, Naomi, Bianca, Charlotte, and Ronda. Okay. That's good. Brock, Austin Theory. Oh yeah. Um, Biggie. Biggie. Then Amos is in it, right? Yeah, Amos is in it. Yes. What well, the final two are Brock and Amos? Ooh, was Amos even on TV? Amos wasn't even on TV this week, mm-hmm. huh? I wonder how that's going to go down. You think everybody's going to do that, or is Usually he going to get tricked into toppling over? usually how it works yeah uh let's see here moses opposes from all the releases who would you be most excited 
and least excited to see. I'd be least excited about Bray because I don't want to see him in the company. I don't want to see him in the company. I want to see him do other cool. Apparently, he dropped another promo last night. Why is oh, nobody talking about his yeah, video I know. promos? I know. Those, that last one he did was really good. Yeah, I know. It shot really well. Who would you most be excited to see? Oh, probably Braun because that's the one I expect. He's like such a perfect fit for WB. Yeah, they should never have gotten rid of him. Um, least excited, Bray's, Bray's a good answer. You know who I'd be most excited to see, actually? Now you mentioned Braun. EC3. That'd be kind of cool. He's like a completely different person now. Yeah. Uh, I am Riff Machine. Can you guys see Roman winning the Rumble after losing the Universal title to Seth? No, because I think that's actually going to be the main event. Let me ask you something. So we've talked about we've talked about Brock winning the Rumble, going on to face Roman, regardless of what happens with the title. What does Seth, Kevin, Bob Lashley, and Big E do? Those are the guys that were in that match. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins versus RK Bro for the tag titles at WrestleMania. That wouldn't oh, okay. surprise me. Okay. As far as Lashley and Big E... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You got to figure if Brock somehow, some way, loses that title, uh, then it's one of those four dudes is, or two of those four guys is going to be well, like, like, let's, champion let's, or one of those four if guys. If the original plan coming out of day one was Seth as champion, then does Lashley, if Lashley wins at the Rumble, does he then defend the Elimination Chamber to have Seth win? Mm, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of weird if stuff. If the idea was Seth stuff. and Big E at Mania for the WB title, they still go around, find a way to get back to that match? Man, I don't even know how you do that when you got Brock and Roman are fighting over the Universal title. Like that WWE title, whoever has it, it just feels like a, such a lesser title, you know? Because uh, it's not going to main event night one. Oh, I know. Uh, Diehard Homer, what match should main event on Saturday to make the outcome unpredictable? Should be the men's rumble. Men's rumble main event will make it the most unpredictable. There's so there's there's a lot more moving parts to the men's situation. Um, that's why it should main event. That's why it should main. I event. mean, if Ronda's going to be in the women's rumble, you could make the case for that main eventing too. Yeah, you could. Um, but given that we're talking Brock Roman right now, that's the A story. Like that's the Ronda, even Ronda Becky would be main eventing night one. It wouldn't main event night two. Um, Blake Whitehouse, could Dolph Ziggler have a good world title run at this point in his career? It would take a lot. <laughs> it would take a lot. It, it would take basically I, a complete reinvention of his character, I think, at this juncture. It would. T- I like. I actually like Dolph. I, I like Dolph. I, I don't do really too. Care I think. To see him on my I screen, feel like but. when I, I saw a lot of chatter on Twitter about this recently, when he was a sole survivor at Survivor Series years ago, when, when yeah, Sting sure. showed up. Yeah. The fact they didn't capitalize on that. Oh yeah. Then he was huge at the time. Yeah. Kind of told me that they had really no plans to put him back up to the main event in a serious capacity, yeah. basically ever again. Because if you're going to yeah. do it, that was the time. Yeah. That right. was the time was, to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He had that great thing with Miz going on too. That one. That was yeah. That, that was a great match. That was yeah. the the uh, that match was here in Sacramento at No Mercy. It was yeah. That was a really good match. 
Uh, let's see here. Oh, wow, this is great. Xavier Grace says, I didn't watch Raw last night because I was too busy watching season one of the classic TV show VIP starring Pamela Anderson. Oh, yeah. You remember VIP? Mm-hmm. I kind of do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that one. I never hey, really let me ask you this, let me ask this real quick. What? We were watching, um, you know, now that our friends over at Dark Side of the Ring uh, had, the, you know, that show. Vice is all in on the Dark Side as mm-hmm. a franchise. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's like dark side. I think of the NFL yeah. or of foot, yeah, football. I think yeah. there's also there's also the dark side of the '90s. Yeah. They had one episode that was really great. It was like an overview of grunge, and they talked to the sub pop guys, right? Oh, it was really good. It's, it's, it's a really good. It's a really good hour long thing. Um, but then they also did uh, Baywatch <laughs> as an episode. Yeah, and you remember the thing about Baywatch is that it was always claimed that it was like the most watched show on the planet, mm-hmm. right? Do you know anybody who actually watched Baywatch? Who actually would watch episodes of Baywatch? Like, we all knew about it. Yeah, I, I don't... Who the fuck was actually I've watching never, Baywatch? I've never actually seen a full episode of Baywatch. I've never seen a full episode, and I don't know anybody... Yeah, I don't know anybody ...who either. has. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to chat if anybody here was like, oh, yeah, I watched a yes. ton. Yes. Yeah, I've never seen a full episode before. And I don't know anybody who did. Oh, let's see here. Uh, (laughs) This is an interesting question here. Wayne asks, not Wayne Maker, Wayne Scoggins says, what if all of the released wrestlers show up in the Rumble? That'd be pretty crazy. That's like, is this like a hundred person Rumble? Maybe, yeah. (laughs) That's like a massive Rumble. Uh, Jay Ship, we'll end on this one. Do you think WWE main roster would benefit from a move to factions? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. yes. I love factions. Factions are great. Jam on it says I I watched Baywatch. Okay. Uh, wow. Man from out west says my fiance has the entire series of Baywatch on DVD, but is it opened? Is it like or is it still in the shrink wrap? Uh Rosie says I watch Baywatch weekly. And Baywatch Hawaii was the best. Rosie says this? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. All right. Anyways, we're going to get into this more on the post show. Thanks for watching, everybody. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.